Josh Custodial, one half of the Sword and Shield, your hosting duo, the other half right over there or there, depending on, uh, well, depending on nothing. I just don't know. <laughs> there he is. Uh, he is the other half of the Sword and Shield. <laughs> likes My big brother. Good evening, Mazoobs. How do we find you tonight? Big normal, capital N. I feel normal. Cracking a lit cola Everything and settling is... in with the double dudes. Yeah. Maybe we get the coffee cola challenge happening. Lit cola, absolutely. Take a Zan. Uh, talking about it on social media. It's trending on social media. It's all over social media. You probably saw the coffee cold challenge. I feel normal, normal mode. Capital Protect N, capital neck. M. Um, we're back to it's a Josh week, so it's like repeat up over here. I'm cruising. I, I will recall the show as you describe it to me, and then I will recall my feelings on the spot. It's uh, it's it's a, it's a fun place to be. I I hope you'll take this well, Zeus. But did you lose forty pounds? No, oh, no. It'd be a miracle. Well, would be a miracle if I did. You, you look, you look so slim. That uh, thank you. Good I suppose. Luck, jihad. Uh, <laughs> I was no. I mean, you're not starving. You're not sick. There's nothing we need to know yeah. about. You're uh, well, fantastic. Happy to be here with you tonight, Big Brother. The chat is flying tonight, Zeus. We'll have to jump in there and say hey, hello to everybody, and we will. But first, I'd like to ask everybody if you're here for the first time, hit that follow button. If you're here for a repeat time, it is September. Subs are cheaper. Right. And we get more of them. I forgot to say this on Monday. So we have to make twice as many subs tonight. So please help us. If you were ever considering subbing to the channel or my Patreon this month, sub to the channel because it's it's less and we get more. And you really can't beat that, Zoobs, can you? No, no. And, you know, if if less isn't enough for you, you can also do it for free right. with Prime. So... So less or free. Those are your two. Those are the two ways we would love for you to subscribe around here. Right. That's that's I'm not asking a whole lot. No, there's two ways. And we will never ask either. for less than that, I guess. Sort of a way to put it. Of course, it's not just you and I here tonight. Zoobs, nay, nay, nay. The man keeping it on the rails. Mr. Matty Pies in the back. Hi, Matt. How are you tonight? You know what? Tonight I'm doing pretty well. I've been drinking smoothies. Whoa. With dates in them. So your boy has been regular. Can I just say, keep drinking them. You sound dialed in tonight. That was uh, <laughs> an anecdote, like a lasered in anecdote. It was funny. It was accurate. It was really, really what away. we're looking I'm for off the away. top there. Fantastic. Sorry, guys. Stuff. Sorry. One sec. Sorry. I was just on yeah. the phone with somebody real quick. Oh, no, what was that, Josh? <laughs> you were just telling somebody about yourself. Well, we'll, we'll take it all the same. Thank I was talking to my doctor. <laughs> you're lying to your doctor i'm regular sir uh of course if you want to support the show beyond subbing you can hear all of matt's talents down on our soundboard you can uh, take over the show in brief with uh sounding off with some sound alerts songs matt puts a lot of effort into that so no shame in supporting that way Zoops, is there no way is there any shame in that there's also a new sound alert tonight um matt's been busy oh, busy be. Zoops, i want to warn you in the chat we're we're gonna get a little wild tonight. It's a good night to do it. We've as, never done before yeah. in the AEW. Oh my goodness! We're gonna get two one to seven scores tonight. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm I'm in shock, frankly. So so Matt, you buckle up. You might need twenty minutes to prepare. Zoobs, you start to get in a headspace. I'll give you nineteen minutes, and let's start to get in that headspace. But before we do, 
Everybody, thank you for tuning into the AE Double Dudes. Tell a friend if you can tonight. Uh, we're going to be doing Grand Slam next week. Grand Slam, or uh, rather, Wrestle Dream Post shows. There's a lot coming up on the channel. We're trying to grow. Really appreciate anybody sharing our clips and uh, telling people about the A Show or Monday Night Program. <laughs> and with all that out of the way. Yes, yeah, Oh, and Streamlabs busy in the last couple last couple minutes. Oh, thank you, the anonymous gifter gifting one to Claudio's Cafe. Claudio, oh, anytime. Uh, what do you jump uh, in there, Zoobs? Jo uh, thank any subs and follows that might have rolled in. We're just sort of laughing at the the people getting to the work of some of the previously built-in like Streamlabs alerts, right? Like I feel like that was something we did. It's so funny we've now been on the air so long. You think about. AEW is like coming up on four or five years of existence. We've been here now so long. There are so many keywords over the years that you can type in, and it like there's there's sushi bonks. There's the fact that it censors out Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lore of our Streamlabs only grows in depth. The wrestling brain iceberg as real as it could get. Uh, Ed Chopin, of course, the newest and latest, but um, seems to be a pretty big hit. Yeah, pretty funny. It's Streamlabs on the board. And speaking of Streamlabs and what it tells us, it tells us some subs. Um, so I did want to thank uh, Snookum Snookum, six months. Uh, Zach Richler, 22 months, saying Wrestling Brain Cadenza with Prime, as you as we said, is free. Prime is free 22 months. They add Joe, 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 Joe. Uh, hi, it's me, RL, 21 months uh, that was who mentioned the lit cola settling in with the double dudes over a lit cola. Just hopped off a of Zan, cracked me a lit. Maybe open up a uh, was it thick Rick? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you snap into a thick Rick. Yeah, not to be confused with any other pepperoni. Snack. And now, folks, it's time to say good night. We sincerely appreciate your patronage. <laughs> oh, well, this sounds like a sick new sound alert. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh man. my God! <laughs> Was not done the uh, was not done this. So before this kicks in, I'm like, thank you. Uh, hey, my uh, hey, my name is Will. 22 you months. Now I'm gonna skip through with the gift of Claudio's Cafe. Heart no, give out one me. and Gandalf longer than 12 months. Let's go. You know about me. You know Call Paul. Know me. All of you. This song is so you good. Know me. You don't know me. You <laughs> don't know me. You don't know me. You know nothing about 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 me. All of you. you know All of you. About so I'm dead serious. We should make Shayna Baszler. Uh, not Shayna Baszler. Pardon me. I'm Marina Shafir. Her stock. You think you know a show plan? <laughs> That opening line is. <laughs> you think you know Edge Choplin? Oh, <laughs> money. Uh, so if you're Choplin, saying Rainer Shafir, if we could somehow get her that song, it could alter like in a butter.
butterfly effect way, like sender ascending up the top of the card. So here's what it is. Not even the second part, but we can, I think we could become similar to what we've done for Mr. Ferguson, I guess. So I guess, yeah, the second part, I think that's our, that could be our first women's roster ad around wrestling brain. I think we, here's what I think we do. I love this. We make her a custom, like, um, mixed, like a, like a fan edit of her, of her, um, like in ring stuff set to that. I will do this. Right. And then at the end, we unveil that we got, we've designed incredible merch, right? And we're like, we've got, here's, here's the total package. The whole total social reimagining. All right here, Marina. It's all done. Here's the shirt you sell. Here's the music you play. Here's the highlight video you use. One, we two, three. We are going to do this. Yeah, I think. She'd be crazy. She'd be crazy to say no. I will, I will make this video. <laughs> Need the shirt, too. Need the shirt, too. Speaking of shirts, shout out, shout out to Hellcat Swagman. Look, look at this great oozing machismo classic razor shirt he got me. What a beaut. Gorgeous piece of clothing. Okay. Well, Zoobs, now, uh, as promised, I want to get two one to seven scores. Do you think the best way to do this is to ask for two at once or one play the song, one play the song? Two at once because it'll be hard to tell when one ends and the other begins. All right, Brainiacs, I need you to focus like you've never focused before. I need I need the full attention. I need the most captive audience ever because this is going to get a little complicated. My hand is reaching out to touch your hand. Our, my one wrestling brain to yours. I'm going to ask for two one to seven scores. What this is going to look like for the ease of me reading it out in the chat is you're going to put one number one to seven, comma, the other number one to seven. Okay? The first one to seven, you all know the dance. Tonight's AEW Dynamite. You didn't spend money, you didn't spend time. That part's easy. Habitual. This second part, your hype level for next week's Grand Slam, the biggest Dynamite of the year. Dynamite's biggest platform, as Excalibur put it tonight. 20,000 the first year, 13,000 the second year, 6,000 sold right now. Wow. So we're going to go to the chat. That's one to seven. Number, comma, number. Tonight's Dynamite. Hype for Grand Slam. Maddie, I think they're ready. Zoobs, are you ready? Yes. Hit the music, please, Matt. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. One. The Come on. The numbers roll in. I'm going to machine gun through them. Zoobs, I'm going to do one number at a time. I'm going to get you to take an average of dynamite. Then I'm going to go again, an average of grand slam. Then we're going to talk about it. This is going to take brain power on the sword and shield chemistry like never before. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm focused. On dynamite. Heights Mural with a 5.25. I am Ahab with a 5.5. Marlon Phillips with a 5. G Richie with a 7. Kenzo with a 5.5. Dame at all with a 5.5. Zach Roger with a 5. Maddie Mack with a 6. Heart Note with a 4.5. Truly McGinnis with a 6. Heart Note with a 4.5. Sludge Williams with a 5. Zang Zone with a 5. E Prime with a 4. Hey, my name is Will with a 6. VZ with a 6. Keeg1717 with a 5. Stinker Buns with a 5. C755 with a 5.5. Irish Mac 21 with a 5.5. Dark Lord DDKL with a 5. 
Ryan PM with a five, Dennis Dirty Work with a five, Qui-Gon Gin and Juice with a five and a half, Skookum, 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 thank you for the first time chat, with a five and a half, McDonough Huge with a five, OC and Best Friends with a five, Gandalf Gungan with a five, Horkeezy with a five, Corvax 1266 with a five, Zoobs even doing it this time, I think I know the average, it felt like a lot of fives in there. Yeah, absolutely, shout out to, honestly this, shout out to Skookum, Skookum, uh, six months sub and, and first time chat, look at that. Wow, that's like a definitive long time first time. Yeah. Well, th- what a time to spend it, giving two scores at once. Thank you very much, Skookum, Skookum, Skookum. And a fun, oh, it's just twice, Skookum, Skookum. Just twice, yeah. But we'll I get, wanted we'll it. it. Now that we'll we've seen it. it. Yeah, now that we'll see it. Yeah. Hooped. All right, so an average on five for Dynamite. How does that hit your ears, Zoobs, and uh, contrast with your score? That's actually about right on where I, where I, I thought I was going to come in today lower than everybody, where I was sort of like, yeah, five, sort of definitive Dynamite five, like, um, these shows are all good and bad for their different reasons. My good tonight was like it it it's all building to something at least, right? Which is something a complaint that I've had about Dynamite in the past, where I was like, the wrestling was great, but it's not going anywhere. Everything here is sort of is going somewhere. You're I think your mileage varying on how interested you are in those things um is is part of this, obviously, but it, you could at least point to it and be like, Yeah, but it's all it's all there's all ifs and whys, and there's little other pieces are interesting enough and and there's enough stuff in there to to uh, make it a worthwhile television show to watch and, and a good night of, of watching wrestling. Let me say this, Zoobs. Uh, I was going to bring up, because I really think what you're hitting on here is kind of the spirit of Dynamite tonight and actually prompts a really big discussion out of us. Um, this is what I was talking about when I tweeted out there's a ton to talk about tonight. I think you actually grazed out the opening. I was going to save it for the hangar swerve announcement for Wrestle Dream, but maybe we could just have this discussion here before we dive into Dynamite, even the Grand Slam hype score. Are you find to get a little weird tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I find, I've been finding Dynamite the same kind of weird all summer. So it's like, it was kind of weird and it also wasn't kind of weird. I was like, it's it's weird in the way that Dynamite sort of always is to me. See, I thought tonight was actually noticeably different in a lot of ways from, or at least in terms of, if you want to contrast the all-in pay-per-view build with the WrestleDream pay-per-view build, sure. I think it's actually pretty clear that they were listening. And uh, look, let me, let me say this. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autumn, get, get ready on the clip. And thank you again to our social media producer, Autumn, because because I think this will, I was going to save this for later, but here we go. I think when people were complaining about the the build to All In, there was a lot of, and you saw it, Zoobs, a lot of like minutia arguing about whether the build was good or not and when you should announce matches. And I think I, I had a really hard time even figuring where I came down on that. Like I found it a very hard thing to have a rule on. It's like, yeah, when it's, you know, I'm no offense, but smart enough where I can see where these things are going. And these people who I believe complain in bad faith that it's like, well, we don't even know anything for all in yet. It's like, well, you do though. There's just not announced, (laughs) but you do. But tonight as a ticket holder to wrestle dream, I think I have more insight into what they were saying. Now I'm not here to say, I know they were saying better. They were saying it. At least I, I think I, here's what I felt each week since wrestle dreams announcement last week with Brian Daniels and Zack Sabre jr. Announcement. And this week with the Swerve Hangman at Wrestle Dream announcement, every week since the so the pay per views announced, exciting, big match for it, exciting. Oh, the cards filling up like each week. I do feel like I'm growing in excitement towards that pay per view, and I think maybe the absence of that, regardless of how you get there, might have been what maybe people were feeling about All In. Do you think there might be anything to that? I think uh, I think a very interesting, astute observation there. I tried to put myself in the shoes of um, those same people when we were talking, when, like comparing it to what if that had been what happened at um, Forbidden Door, right? Sort of in a similar way, where I yeah. was like, well, I probably would be pissed if 
you know, it was a, it was a six man and all this and that. Um, I think you offer an interesting perspective there, and I think you are right to sort of say it, it, I was probably projecting. I'm coming off a fairly traumatic baseball loss uh, before this show even started at like 8:01. The Jays fell behind six nothing, and I was like, "Well, when I watch Dynamite and be huff, uh, so I probably hated. That's a fine. That's that is ball." Um, but I probably came into it in a bit in a bit of a huff uh, at the top. But uh, no, I think it's great perspective, and I think um, I was interested to see, interested to see the chat at a five there because sometimes I can't tell where the how I'm feeling ends and the score for the show begins. You know, just shy of a five for me, four point seven five. Not sure if I uh, said that score, so just only point two five under you in the chat, but sort of <laughs> spiritually aligned at least. Look at this guy yucking it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. allowed to be that. Uh, dirty dog. This guy. This guy. The dirty dog. The average Brainiac score, 5.19. Thank you, Zhang Zone. Wow. Sick, Nick. That is that is a beloved thing to do. And we were right. You know, th yeah. that's a five. Well, I guess actually, so thinking, you do you round up to 5.25 there or do you go down to five? In that situation, I would, yeah. But so yeah. that, yeah, there we go. I'm two, I'm the one who's two five uh, below and you're a full half point. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive into it. Uh, Dynamite top to bottom tonight. It opens up with Big Fucking Mox, the guy the Zooms and I are always very happy to see. Of course, I think you had mentioned last week that Wild Thing is the new Jane, the new intro song for AW Dynamite as it's the international title, and it's John Moxley here, and he's here to fight Big Bill. I was more into this match than the crowd was. I thought this was a hoot to watch. I have a suspicion you did, too. Um, did you like... I complained last week about sort of the lack of physicality in Mox's match and ditto on collision against Action Andretti. You could sort of question how Action Andretti gets a title shot or how Big Bill gets a title shot or how Ray Phoenix is getting a rematch after Mox just wailed on him a couple of weeks ago. But match for match, I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as OC's reign so far, but I thought there was a lot of fun tonight with uh, he and Big Bill. Where were you on this one, Zoobs? So I'm glad you called out lack of physicality in the first yeah! And uh, a reminder after this match to not forget to go back to uh, the Grand Slam high score. Um, uh, Action Andretti specifically, where that very that exact question is like, it, I, I'm going to need to have a bit of an explanation as to how Action Andretti even is the one who answers the open challenge. Like, it, it you know, what I mean, is it first guy through the curtain, or is it a sign up sheet, or like, give me something, right? There Somebody could have just some... kicked his ass on the way there and taken the opportunity. From Absolutely him. right. Or some yeah. any like any member of the roster could call a shot before that. Um, there needs to be a bit of an explanation there, and and. You know, a thing we have talked about a little bit in Mox's last, not necessarily Mox's, but, you know, I talk about the good Dynamite match that opens the show, the, the first 12 minutes, you know, um, Mox selling for action Andretti on Collision. You're like, well, we talked about it before. Like, who can't, who can Mox trounce then? If action Andretti is getting offense in on him, all these guys are, Fuego Del Sol is going to come in and, and, and get 10 minutes? Like, it, 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 at a point, it becomes ridiculous. Um, but they certainly earned it tonight with Big Bill. I think I think you and I, early Big Bill stockholders, smiling now as that only looks bigger and bigger. But um, he's come a long way also. I think, honestly, it's something that, you know, it's been 2018 was five years ago. He's come a long way in five years. Um, the guy he was, the guy he is. Um, I think I think pretty cool. Um, yeah, alphabetical. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> it was Andretti first, that, and then it was then, Big Bill. <laughs> but he did AR Fox before Action Andretti. <laughs> AR AR is after AC. Listen, it's close enough for it to be a good bit. Um, 
no need to no need to get that drilled in. It's alphabetical groupings. Uh, got it, got it. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um very funny um but yeah so i thought they got there i mean mark's back is all cut up and he's bleeding um we love bill how can you not love bill um yeah irish mac pointing out, i think you sort of the story that you told with i with oc was sort of similar right was he was just defending it every week against whoever and the part of what the challenge becomes is it gets harder every week right that's sort of the yeah. idea of this defense is he starts from the bottom he's going to go all the way up by the end, he is barely hanging on and he's fighting the toughest guys. So I don't want to overanalyze sort of who he's fighting a little bit because it is sort of part of just like, enjoy it. Let it be the Jane that starts the show and, and let it mean something when he gets beaten the way that it did um, when Orange was beaten. So all in all, a pretty big thumbs up for me out of the game. I like the sort of continued meta that when Mox fights giants, he submits them. It's like he doesn't mm, yeah. even try for the Death Rider. It's, it's always the bulldog choke or the guillotine. Tonight it was the triangle <laughs> from the bottom on Big Bill. Let me tell you, Big Bill, my uh, unpopular sleeper pick for one of the AEW wrestlers I'd most want to go to a G1. Mm. I really think you would see, he would have like a Lance Archer G1, where it's like, the Rock and Rave guy rules? What are you talking about? He's like, well, he's in there against other ass kickers and being forced to rely on his physicality in a way he never has before. Tomohiro Ishii is attacking him, and he is fighting back in a way that he has not had to do before. And Big Bill is just like a right plum for that man like pluck that and put it on a tree because i i don't know he's just birthed for he's ready like when he was kicking the shit out of mox and i was like yes here we go show this guy some yoshihiro takeyama you don't even need more moves dude you got that the big boss man slam and the big boot G good get reckless really good stuff and you know, it was enough that part of me was like, you know what? It'd be sick if Big Bill, if like they did, they did enough interference and they fucked around enough. Like there was enough fuckery on the outside that they did pull this off, right? Just, just enough. You got just enough. Uh, big fine. Gene Blast in the chat, astutely pointing out BZ. We don't know what the A in AR stands for, so it could still be alphabetical. AR <laughs> yeah, could be yeah, short for sure. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Roderick Fox. Right, right. Yeah. No. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I hadn't considered that either. <laughs> I was the one overanalyzing for the record two seconds ago. Now, now we're now we're wondering what R stands for. <laughs> oh, the world she does turn. These are the days of our lives. Love this. Love the triangle at the end. I thought Bill, of course, looked very good in the loss. Yeah. And yeah. great to see. Claudio enters the ring with uh, Brian Danielson. I should have mentioned Brian holds back Ricky Starks, who's here managing Big Bill in the match for the win. And then all three members of BCC are there. But just seeing them for a moment, Claudio versus Big Bill, also something I'd be very into at some point. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think of this with Starks managing Big Bill? Is that something you're interested in? It's, you know, it, on first blush, it doesn't do a lot. I was like, I don't know if I, this is, but it gets both of them on the show. And I think Ricky um isn't a guy that needs to wrestle every week but should be on the show every week and it can't just be promos like you should be doing something affecting the show and talking and buzzing around so i think it does have a, a positive effect in that way and in, in keeping him um in the shows i hope he doesn't get swallowed up by it but as of right now it certainly isn't i mean the wrong way yeah i agree i just i don't i i get that post-punk firing it's going to be a bit of a reset period but i do feel like ricky had some real clear vision on collision and now he's like a heel manager for big bill who also i was like isn't he aligned with other people right now and lee moriarty and brian cage so i don't know it just feel, felt a little messy but right is he in the associates mogul associates he's not but he was uh aligned with them for a moment and right. so 
I think I get that this is the reset, so we just have to sort of embrace that. But uh, yeah, the pairing would be better off if not for like both of them not having histories together and now just sort of seeming like sort of randomly stuck together. But I, I get why you would be like, oh, there's Sean and Diesel done. Right. Like they, I totally get that line of thinking, and they just are. So no real problem with it. Um, you know what? What uh, real quick uh, producer note here. I uh, did yeah. some research. It looks like the AR in AR Fox, according to his Wikipedia, stands for Thomas James. <laughs> TJ Fox, more like it. Um, thank you for that. Thanks. For, uh, thank do you, you want to double back to the Grand Slam hype, or should we, shall we move forward? It's a 6.1, people said. 6.1 for Grand Slam. Not where I'm at, Zooms. How about you? Um, I was, you know what I was thinking about? I was like, I think I'm a seven. I think Eddie, yeah, I think I'm a seven. Eddie Kingston gets his hands on Cesaro is a seven. I, I am, I am, um, my heart is set enough on Eddie Kingston right now that uh, a one match card gets me in. And I think there's other good stuff on this card. That, I think Joe MJF is yeah. also like yeah. awesome. Eddie Kingston gets his hands on Claudio is sort of my favorite thing that happened earlier in the year. And it's happening again on a big stage in New York. I'm pretty excited about it. Is that still your match of the year, Eddie and Claudio? I think, honest to God, I think it is. I think it's for hard. me too. Yeah, Kenny and Kenny and Will, because we were there. Um, obviously, the very culmination of like an incredible weekend that was like, uh, we'll go down as one of the highlights of my year. It's hard to separate the match from that whole experience, right? So those are my two for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised the chat is uh, lower here. I liked Dynamite less, but I'm more excited for Grand Slam. Go figure on that. But yeah, Ma tonight I thought Samoa Joe was in fine form. I think there's. I don't know if there's a real chance that he's going to beat MJF, but there's a real, you could talk me into it's the thing they should do for sure. And that MJF has tons of places to go post title and that Joe, anyway, you can talk me into it very easily. So yeah, just on the strength of those two. And then I think uh, Tony Soraya is right. where that division has to go too. So uh, if, if Collision can put together a real tasty tag match for me on there, I think we're cooking next week. Yeah, two hours. It's only a two-hour show. It's like it's actually my it's actually my dream of what AEW pay-per-views are. A, a yeah. two-hour show from <laughs> eight to ten. Like yeah. fucking four finally. rippers, two hours. <laughs> yeah. Count me in. Finally, I'm with you. Yeah, this is what I want the pay-per-views to be. So I'm excited next week. You're making a lot of sense to me, Zoops. <laughs> uh, the other half of tonight's main event, uh, of course, the aforementioned Samoa Joe. But here, Roderick Strong is with the Kingdom. He's got his neck brace on, and Adam Cole checks in. And Roddy does his, his, you know, annoying X promo where he goes, the only thing you believe in is MJF and you shouldn't believe in him. You should believe in me. And I'm going to show you next week at Grand Slam why that should be. Um, Yeah, I think that's kind of Roderick Strong's ceiling and just sort of gear as promo. Like, I feel like every promo of his is identical and yeah. it's totally serving the feud and is fine, but it's hard to talk about. I don't really have much to say about it. He's he is like stock average at cutting promos in my mind just i yeah you, you like i grade it as a pass and i get that we are still doing the story beats of this story no 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 formal complaints about anything that was said or done here zang zone saying tons of tony signs in the uh crowd tonight no surprise here i said on last week's show buy stock now in tony storm she's gonna be bigger than ever dirty don Callis is with Takeshta. We just beat Omega, and I learned that when you're the best wrestler, I like this, I just learned this, you're the best wrestler in a federation, they call you the ace. And I thought, you know, my little heart gets fluttering, I'm going, oh, it's Takeshita Hiroshi Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. Right, I thought they'd mention him or something, yeah. And instead, 
he doesn't mention that Takeshita is better than Hiroshi Tanahashi. He mentions that Takeshita is better than Ricky Dozan, Chosu, uh, Kabashi, Anoki. <laughs> I just thought these were like these like all-time untouchable Japanese legends were the funniest. I don't know why this was so funny to me. His choices of who to pick out as aces and better. I mean, he's right, but it's just not at all. I guess it was just the <laughs> switch that I thought he was going to about to talk shit about Tanahashi. He's like, what about Ricky Dozan? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. well, it did he did say Okada. He said he did say Okada as well. He did yeah. say Okada. Yeah. Um, but he says, Takeshita isn't the ace. He's the alpha. And then I thought, well, Jericho already did the alpha. And he says, but not like that loser Chris Jericho. Not like he did it. <laughs> Look, this, I thought, this guy, Don Callis, is a man on fire. This guy is, this guy's got it all. He's ready to rock, man. Here I am ready to but po- poke holes and think he's, no, no, no. Quicker. So I think this is only helping Takeshita. He's the star maker, Don Callis. And Takeshita is benefiting greatly from this. I think, I mean, I'm really not saying anything to say sky's the limit. Then they go to the painting. Of course, this is the whole thing. He's saying that he's going to show who their next target is in a painting. He's going, they already beat Kenny Omega, but now they're going to break him, take everything from him, starting with his, I forget what they said, like his whole heart or something. Yeah. And next, Kanosuke Takeshita is targeting Kota Ibushi via painting. How did that hit your nose, Zoobs, Takeshita Ibushi? It's good. It's good. You know, the the feelings of what the expectation of having Ibushi come in and the reality of what having Ibushi come in recently has been like. Uh, I've been doing two things, but I think he's a good guy to have continue to float around. And I think when you, you know, when we look back at all this one day, you'd be happy that they did it versus didn't do it, right? You you would hate to always have the what, like it's it's a good it's a good step for for Takeshita right now. I just sort of love the, as you said, it's star maker. Like it makes sense in a big picture. It, it, it's cool. It, I think it's, I think it's a neat next step to take. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's going to make Takeshita look even better. I really think. And I, I like, I like him as part of the, as part of the extended universe here. So I do think um, it got my excitement. My, my ears certainly perked up. Zoobs. I, I need you here. I, I need you more than I've ever needed you. Cause I have one of the hardest keeper or kick it's, Maybe I've oh ever boy. thrown out here to open up tonight. And Chad, I'm leaning on you because this is I'm out like this is a hard keep it or kick it out the gate, Zoops. Wow. Are you ready? Of course, everybody knows the rules. You keep it, you like it, you kick it, you hate it. The emotes bar for the subs. Everybody likes that. Head on down. Subscribe if you haven't. Zoops, are you ready for the first of three keep it or kick it's tonight? I am. Keep it or kick it. This statement, Kanosuke Takeshita should go undefeated for the next 365 days or more. What are the people saying, Zooms? 
This Grand Slam 2024 should Takeshita have zero losses between then and now, asks the wrestling brain himself. Uh, Marlon Phillips starts by keeping it. VZ keeps it. Stega Buns keeps it. Irish Mac keeps it. Sludge Williams keeps it. Kedenza kicks it. I may have keeps it. Zach Richler kicks it. Maddie Mac kicks it. Dennis Dirty Work kicks it. Uh, so Sukum Skookum Skookum keeps it. E Prime keeps it. Season 55 keeps it. Killam Guinness keeps it. Gritchy keeps it. Hey, my name is Will kicks it. Zang Zone keeps it. Heart Note kicks it. Hey, it's me, RL keeps it. Bobby Burritos kicks it. Quagon Gin and Juice and McVander Huge keep it. Uh, yeah, ended up splitting it late. A lot of keeps out of the gate, though. I would say that's probably 65 35. That's what I was gonna say, too. Yeah, 65 35 for the keeps. Where would you come down on this one, Zeus? I'd kick it. I think uh, I think he could be the top face in this company. Um, and having him screwed or face an adversity or have something uh, – him lose for something to build him up, I think, uh, has a lot of necessity. And uh, I don't know that you need to – this Callis run is great. I don't even know that needs, it needs to be that long. He's so good. Um, he has such a bright future. I think he can – I think he can lose – you know, in a way that helps him greatly. Yeah, I think he should go undefeated for a while, but a year's a very long time. It's going to be, the way AEW is going, it's going to be 14 pay-per-views from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Folks, have you seen, I mean. I mean, they love pay-per-views, these, they, these guys. They, they, they love making us pay-per-view. Each view, we're paying. Uh, oh, Sigabun's with a take a hit. Thank you very much. I'll redeem that in one second. Quick on Jin and Juice just saying, Takeshita is mega talented, and it's not something they've done in the men's division, so I'd be interested. Have they not done a man going undefeated for a year? Jeez, I don't even know. Maybe. Who would it be? Omega or Mox, I guess? Hook? Um, yeah. But yeah, might be interesting. I just wouldn't do it. Four major shows between 827 and 10-1 points out Stakeabuns. I think that's exactly right. Marlon Phillips this is a great comment. One of your best ever, J-Zero. Great point. Yeah, a really nice point, Marlon. And and well made, I have to also say. Also, Zoobs, I, I would like to know, what was it? Spuzzum, Spuzzum? What's the name? Skookum, Skookum. Skookum, I want to know about Skookum, Skookum's uh, live experience versus Nasty Casty experience as, as the show progresses. So if you don't mind sharing that with us, Skookum, I'd be uh, very a, curious to hear. A, a real deep cut, small British Columbia community mix up there from Josh with the Spuzzum, Spuzzum. Versus Wasn't the there mayor a dog? Am I right? Is that, is that real? Uh, they're just north of Hope. Uh, I don't know if they have a mayor. <laughs> I think they had. I think they had a dog. Imagine being the guy that lost to the dog. You know. Yeah. We go backstage. A still... Everybody, everybody in the whole city lost to the dog. No. Wow. So does he have to bring us down like that? <laughs> Who got less votes than the dog? Everybody, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a great platform. Finally, a politician bonus. The irony. This guy, you know. Woof. Mox is bloodied up backstage. You know I love these promos when it's like clearly right after the match. He's like struggling to get on his hoodie. You ever tried to put on your clothes too quickly after swimming or a shower, Zoobs? He was having that go on. The hoodie's getting caught on him because of the moisture. And they're talking about how they're the best. No one's going to touch BCC. Everybody knows that. And then Ray Phoenix setting up him and Mox's match next week on Dynamite. Which it's like, well, we don't even, you know. Uh, Ray Phoenix runs in, he attacks, Penta runs in, he attacks Brian, 
And Eddie and Claudio are just having like a stare off at the end, which I thought was a really cool visual. And yeah, I hope we get Penta and Brian in here too. If, if we're going to do the other matchups. Yeah, why not? He's a, I'm sure he's on the list of guys that Brian needs to wrestle before the year ends. Scookum, Scookum saying way more excited for Kiyoki than they would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that, sure. yeah, that makes and the middle and the game in the middle. You don't even know. You don't even know. You're, you're a podcast. You don't even know what it's like when the games are played in the middle. That's oh, wow. Talk about it, hits different. Uh, this absolutely got my excitement going for Eddie and Claudio even further. Eddie was wearing an Oakland A's jersey, the only baseball franchise I care about. So uh, that was cool. Wow. Yeah, uh, Eric the Actor, a caller of the Howard Stern Show, big advocate of the Oakland A's, and I'm a big fan of his. Wow. Also, Brad Pitt, former manager. Oh, yeah, the movie Moneyball. I like that movie. That's about them, too. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, he's general manager in the movie, yeah. They got good gear. You're, you're the baseball head around here, Zooms. How are the A's? Yellow. Oh, the A's are, are uh, I would say at this point, um, the worst franchise in professional sports, probably. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, they're, Worse they're, than the Vancouver Whitecaps? No, they're doing great. No, really the, the Whitecaps fans like bring banners every game telling their owners to sell the team. And that's like the only people that go to the games. Wow. It's <laughs> the lowest bad? attendance. Yeah. The 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 only time they, they had any attendance at all this year was a uh a a fan driven um drive to like coordinate the entire stadium, um, chanting sell the team. So they like one game this year they had more than like eight thousand people, and they all went there in unison to to chant sell the team and hold up protest signs never the same after philip seymour hoffman left yeah i mean who has been right not me but yeah great logo uniforms anyway all-time great all-time great uh color scheme the the unis are beautiful yeah maybe i feel like maybe i should help them maybe i should buy one of the caps yeah i mean this is the thing right this is this is the, the very turmoil that the fans have is like you're just the, it's the the people that own the team and that are running the team. Like, how do you become a fan of the team while also like not wanting to support those people? Right, that's the issue. Right, like, oh, I want to buy a hat and support them. It's like the hat doesn't go to the fan. The money doesn't go to the fans. It goes to the awful owners that get the hat money. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bootlegs. It is. This is okay. a very conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and of course less than Jays, the wonderful Toronto Blue Jays podcast that uh, Zoobs and Jake Goldsby host together and. Uh... And I got to think you'll be doing a fallout from this bad loss. I got to think in the next couple of days. Hey, yeah. Well, we're tomorrow. We're going to go tomorrow because it's been a, it's a four game series against the, the very team with which they could uh, make or break their whole season. And they're zero and three and have been outscored 27, six through three games. So should be a dandy tomorrow night. Does it even matter if they win? I mean, yeah, but there's, it, it's 20, 18, 19 games left. So every, every, they need to basically, they need to win every night. You got to win every night. That's the thing about baseball. Very exciting. Keep it tuned to Less Than Jays. Uh, Renee is backstage with Hook. I thought Hook looked somehow cooler than usual tonight. Was there something different about Hook? Did he dye his hair or something? I, I was like, wow, Hook looks immaculate here. What a star. Wolf shirt, maybe? Maybe it was the wolf shirt? Maybe it was the wolf shirt. I'm a sucker for those. Nice. Lots of gas stations sell those. Orange Cassidy walks in. I have written down here, two coolest guys? Wouldn't be the worst name for their tag team, two coolest guys. Well, it would be inaccurate because our show exists, but yeah. Oh, get him. And uh, <laughs> Renee asks, oh, Orange Cassidy, what are you doing here? And he says, huh? I was just walking around. I saw Hook all mad. And he's like, what do you got to be mad about? You're here. You're wrestling. You're a great champion. And Hook's like, thanks, man. How are you? Or and Renee asks, Orange always doing? He's like, 
I'm very beat up. Like, I'm not doing so good. It hurts to walk around. And Hook tells Orange Cassidy, he's like, hey, man, you were a great champion. Why was this so nice? <laughs> I love I was like, this is this is awesome. Some positive masculinity it. for a change, right? Just two, two good, cool guys. Let each other know that it's going to be okay. Dapping it up to each other, two cool guys. Hey, man, you were a great champion. And this is nice because I've mentioned so often how bad AEW is at follow-up after big moments. And they've done they've done very good at keeping Orange without having to wrestle in our uh, thoughts and prayers, I was going to say. Hearts and mind. <laughs> yeah, it was dudes rocking. Did, did the chat like this as much as me, this hook and Orange exchange? Am I, am, I, am I losing my marbles? I really like this one, Zoops. It's good. That, and it's also good for Hook, right? Hook also sort of weirdly like... Um, kind of attached to Jack Perry still, right? In one way or the other, who is just sort of like not written into the show. Um, so no. I think that's I think that's an important thing to keep going to. In the past, I think Tony would be get, gets a little tied to like, well, I got to keep this guy away because he's he was doing a thing with Jack, and now Jack's not here, and I don't know what to do. Right? He sort of is at least keeping it involved and keeping it on the show. So yeah, totally. And and in that vein, if Hook's just the guy who's gonna help people rehab in a tag team when they don't really have anything else to do. Maybe rehab isn't the right word there, but be this holdover when you don't have much else to do. That's fine by me. I think an Orange Cassidy hook tag match or two would be an absolute riot. I can think of a million ways those two would be fun together. Those guys yeah. versus 2.0, there's a lot you could do there. Title eliminator match. The winner of this women's four-way will be getting Soraya next week at Grand Slam for her chance at the AEW Women's Heavyweight Championship. It's Tony Storm, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and Hikaru Shida, and Zoobs. The pulse of the fans in this match was Hikaru Shida. Mm. You know, sometimes you can just, like, feel it. Feeling it. Uh, Hikaru Shida was the pulse of the fans in this. I felt like they really wanted her to win in a way I didn't expect. Until Tony Storm started doing some of the character work in the middle of the ring. Drank up this match. I thought this was a very fun match. I thought it was actually the right winner. I would have gone with Tony instead of Hikaru Shida. I don't think it should be Shida that dethrones Soraya. I don't know if Soraya is going to be dethroned one way or the other. I'm just saying I wouldn't have uh, she to do it. But I think Tony Storm with the outcast fallout and this sort of new character is maybe the most interesting choice of this four. I'm always a fan of Nyla Rose's wrestling. Some really nice Uranagis by her in this match. What did you think of this one? Did you have fun? And what do you think of the result here? Picking Tony Storm for Grand Slam's big women's match. I mean, I have two sort of things happening at the same time with me. Where I, I love the Tony Storm uh, character. I love what she's doing. I love seeing it. I love it. I love it being on the screen. I think she's going to be a mega star out of it. Yes, that is a full sentence. The other part of me is like my worry is that she keeps being the only person that they can put in these title matches, and I don't. I don't want it to keep. You know, you don't want it to be like the character keeps going. Like you know, what I mean, at a certain point, you have to. I think. I think to like. Um, you know, to Bray Wyatt, sometimes that happened, sure. right? We're like, oh man, this this is happening, but it ends up it's just you just happen to be the top heel for them to throw at this person, right? Um, I think I I really love the Tony character. I love what she's doing. I love where she's going. I don't think she's going to beat Soraya. She could because she's very she's the hottest thing right now, and, and you just wanted the England moment with Soraya anyway. Um, but I just I that's my only small fear, and and that's that fear is set on a, a fear that she will lose. So, um, but I I love it. I'm loving everything she's doing, and I'm glad. Um, you know, some the person that's doing something that has something that's getting over is getting the thing to move forward. I think that's the right thing to do, and I hope that people keep finding their things. Well, and as much as they're leaning on her now, now is the time to get over in that division because it is about to become a real crowded the next three, four months. So you're right, they're leaning on Tony heavily right now. You just had Jade return on Saturday. 
True. Jamie Hayter is returning at some point. Thunder Rosa's return feels like it could be imminent. Athena has to come over from ROH at some point. Yeah. Like right there, just in those four, even pick three of those four. That division is going to be better and stacked. And the Mercedes buzz has never been stronger. I don't sure. Think. Right. I, of course, talk about burying the lead by me there. If, if Mercedes is there. It's five people. Well, it's five people. And that's, that's a lot and of five depth. and five, like star level. I mean, you know, Thunder Rosa, probably your fifth seed in that five people. The men's title scene isn't that deep right now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fantastic. VZ saying, Athena just solidified one of my favorite storylines on ROH last week, so I'm okay with her staying for now. Couldn't disagree more with that. Need her on the bigger platform. Too good. Too good for ROH. Uh, just uh, to set up Mercedes, says Cadenza, probably. Need this Tony on AEW ASAP, says Hartno. Yeah, I'm loving AEW. <laughs> Anyone else catch the RVD AEW? I, I was a big fan of that. Uh, Tony is a megastar, says Steak of Buns. And again, thank you for the take a hit. Uh, totally, totally agree. And OC still being hungry for a title does a lot for his character. Also agree with that. And as Nick pointed out earlier in the show, lots of Tony, apparently lots of Tony signs. People love, people loving chin up tits out the guy for the shoe. Or watch for the shoe. People love it. The shoe flying in from off camera is just good. Every, I think yeah. everybody can agree. Uh, Qui-Gon Jones Juice pointing out, you've got Tony Sheeta, Stat, Willow on TV as well. Yeah. It's, it's going to get full. Yeah. One of those shows should take one of those women's titles and make it that show. Like, I, if I was uh, Athena or Chris Statlander or uh, whoever wins between Saray and Tony, I would be pitching that. It's like, make, let me have Collision. Give me 20 minutes on Collision. I need a promo segment and a title defense every week. Or, or my number one contenders are wrestling. A uh, good match though, and uh, Nyla Rose always gets forgotten, but I like I like a lot of her wrestling. She can be this four way; it, it leans on her heavily. There's a lot of those three against her, and uh, her with each person, and leaned on her heavily, and she was good. Yeah. Renee is backstage with Soraya and Ruby, and we know uh, Ruby still aligned with Soraya, the, the outcast who's still there. She's dyed her hair black to match. That's that's nice, you know. I, I gotta yeah, I gotta be honest. No more green. You, you, Maddie, Slack, none of you have ever dyed your hair gray in like sort of a, you know. I could dye my hair gray and no one would know. <laughs> well, your beard would be a nice gesture. You it's know? coming. My beard, my beard is turning gray. I feel you, brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt, any comment on not having dyed your hair gray to sort of have a tag team thing going with us? I'm just focused on uh, not having it uh, fall out. That's okay. There you go. Great, great, great. I, lo I like Matt's hair. Although, I w although then it would be two against one. And you're the one who should shave your head to fit in with us. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I, I've done it. I'd do it again. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I would represent our tag team. Uh Soraya is saying, Congrats, Tony. Couldn't be prouder. But you've lost everything, and I gained it. Your friends, your title, your popularity, and it all ends next Wednesday. I thought a good promo by Soraya, and this is where Soraya can just sort of lean on being actually big time. Like she does feel big time with that belt in my mind. Ruby flanking her. She knows how to deliver this like tape. I'm not saying this was like a mind-melting promo, but she just knows this is innate to her. She's been wrestling her entire life. Her family is all wrestlers. You give her a title, presented as a star, cutting a promo. She just knows how to do it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense to, for her to be the top champ in the division it, it, as much as it was going into it i was like i don't know if it 
this and that. You're right. Once you see it, you're like, yeah, it does sort of make sense. And like the the knock, the the like not sure about the in rain, the, the, all those questions, and like, they don't really matter that much if if you do the star champion thing right. Yes, that's right. They they really don't, or at least there's plenty of ways through it. Yeah. Oh, zoobs. <laughs> Well, sex gods are here. Love that name. It's Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Oh, don't don't get Marlon started. He loves the it's name. Favorite. I know. He won't stop talking about it. He's always saying, oh, the sex gods, this. Ugh, painful. And Jericho says he saw Sammy at the NWA on an NWA pre-show and called Tony Khan and said, we need that guy. As an aside, I've watched the last two episodes of NWA Power. I'm trying to get into it. How's that going? Trying. I'm trying. Um, I don't know. They've always got something there for me, but that's a different discussion. Uh, Jericho's there. He is, of course, doing a good promo. He's saying he saw, he calls Tony, snatches him up. Sammy thanks him. And they just do a back and forth babyface promo about how, and they show a video package. Because, of course, these guys were together. The, the closing episode of the first episode of Dynamite is the Inner Circle, which was a great decision. And Sammy's got they go through all their great moments and there's tons there's a plethora there's plenty even you go oh wow right that one too they really have gone through a lot together they say how great they are and thankful they are for each other then it gets a little more serious they go nose to nose jericho says i'm going to punch you harder than i've ever punched anyone (laughs) and they they go back and forth i don't really want to write this down a ton i really just and sorry to talk so much here zoobs can I say what the real problem with this is? Sure. If it was anyone else in the Sammy Guevara role, this would rule. Somebody with Jericho mm. since day one, this match should feel gigantic next week. And I just I just don't care at all. Um I've already this match already this problem already took so many minutes of my day. I, I don't I don't I'm not really even really interested in it taking too much more. Um other than to say I wonder if this is one of those things where it's just a matter of like how much we don't like uh semi guevara it like maybe if you really like this um if you really like i I don't know i can't really tell where like my just like not liking the people involved in this way clouds whether this is a good segment at all because i really couldn't get a vibe on it because i was like ah this is my brain is just won't get past the like yelling out skip you know what i mean um so maybe maybe somebody else liked this but yeah, the crowd just, was somewhat into it. Yeah, it seemed like the crowd is more into Sammy than I am, uh, which is impossible not to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, not not interesting to me. So hard to hard to grade or talk at length about. And this would definitely be one of the folder you'd file under Chris Jericho and out there to improvise tonight. He's like, yeah, I got the idea here. It's we like each other. And then at points, he's just meandering and forgetting where he is. And it's just, it just dead. This, this segment felt like it was 20 minutes long to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and all leading to a match I just have no hype for. Like, I, wish I don't even know when it, I still don't even really know. Is it next week? Yeah, Grand Slam. Wouldn't it? But imagine if Daniel Garcia was in this role, just beside Jericho since day one. This would feel like an enormous mentor-mentee match next week. And instead, I'm just like, yeah, I hope that doesn't go long. Yeah, no kidding. We cut to a video package shot last Wednesday. MJF is backstage. He 
can't travel because he's not cleared because of his neck injury, but he will, of course, be at Grand Slam. I think this is fine. Champion missing a week and cutting a promo and then re-emerging in his home state. His ovation next week is going to be really something, I hope, to, to whoever's there. Yeah, 6,000 people can go nuts. I hope they really hope that they sell more. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I just hope that for them. Yeah. Um, MJF can't travel, but uh, he knows who the last two guys are going to be the whole time in this tournament. Roderick and Samoa Joe. It's one thing to say it now once it's already, you know, they're there, but, you know. But I'm sure, you know, you can do that all the time with stuff. I, oh, I knew Sean Strickland was going to beat Israel Adesanya on Saturday. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I could say that now. No one's checking. Except Zoops, who is in an MMA chat with me. Um, But yeah, he does the Steiner Math promo. But honestly, a great piece of public speaking by MJF here. Like Just him doing the Steiner Math promo, but like two times speed as Scott Steiner ever said it. That's really hard to do. Like hard Crazy. to do, Zoops. You Crazy, off the top of his head. Very, it's, I'll say this, very theater kid. It's a very theater kid skill to, to reflect. And he has every one of those, right? Like, that's the ace he has. He can sing, he can dance, he can memorize monologues, he can probably juggle, whatever that um, book of trade secrets that the theater kids have. I bet you MJF has every one of them. Uh, I thought this was good. I'm hyped for next week. We'll yeah. talk about that more on the main. Yeah, yeah. Hanger. Brian Cage 3, I like a Tree V Trilogy, Zoobs, and a Tree V Trilogy, a TV Trilogy, goodness gracious. And uh, unfortunately, I thought these guys had their worst match of the three. Mm. I thought this got better by the end, but they were they were very off in the beginning. Like stuff, a couple really clunky exchanges between the two of them. I loved the, they did like a cactus blockbuster to the floor i'm not really sure what you call it but the headlock over the top where they both bumped the apron and then the floor which i thought was very very impressive dead eye in the dead center for hangman for the win where were you on this one zoobs did you did you like this match more than me a pairing we like um it was it, it was for me like a, a reminder of like man hangman's supposed to be the like he's he's the guy right when if, if it's going right hangman's supposed to be the guy um so i, I felt like match quality i didn't think as as Similar to you, I think I was like it's the third of the three. Uh, if we're ranking them uh, from those two guys and and two guys I like, but I just sort of left with the feeling of like, yeah, they gotta have Hangman as a great singles wrestler on this show. I don't know how you, I don't know how you can with a straight face expect the show to be good um, if you're running it, be good and feel big if you don't have Hangman as like a really important character. It just sort of seems obvious when you get to see it. Yeah, I really agree. Uh, and not that this match didn't have cool stuff in it. I think we all like when Brian Cage hits that second rope German suplex to the inside from the outside. Very fun move that he does. I, I, I don't know, though. Something was off here. But I still, maybe just lack of reps because neither of these guys are on TV enough. I'd like to see more of both these guys. And, of course, we are getting more Brian Cage on TV recently with the Mobile Embassy. But still more. I should say Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana came out halfway through. They cut to Swerve a lot in this match which I would have him come out later maybe because so many times his instruction was obviously just look menacing. Mm -hmm. and it, I, listen, it wasn't JR the other week cutting him and he's, but it was <laughs> still, he's just like glowering at the match. Yeah. He's a, he's a cool guy who does a minimized expression. We, we saw it. Didn't need to keep doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Swerve. When I drop. Yeah. Swerve. When I drop top rope, catch a vibe, catch a foot. When I drop. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff. So good. Incredibly sick <laughs> dance and uh, moved by them. Um, yeah. So anyway, Swerve cuts a promo afterway, afterwards. He's, well, first of all, Hangman cuts a promo where he's been reading from the Brian Danielson book of tell him he doesn't have any balls. Nice. Never my favorite promo. But breath stink, stinky breath. Yeah. You you're a your doo-doo head in your mm-hmm. town. It sucks too. And you got no balls and a lack of heart. Well, actually, I've got to cut the good promo now. No, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I've got to make it at Body Art Yeah. You're getting chills. Yeah. <laughs> Little Don Morocco under personal. Yeah. Leaning in. And you got a bad haircut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't really have that much else to say about this match. I'm very excited for Swerve and Hangman. I think that's make or break. I think Swerve should win. But I think that that match should absolutely deliver in Swerve's house in Seattle, Matt. And I will, of course, be there at Wrestle Dream. And that's a very personally exciting one for me. Totally. Yeah, very cool. Wrestle Dream. Oh, I didn't notice that. Stakebun saying Hangman's Cron said doesn't Swerve when he drives tonight. That's very funny. <laughs> they do a good job on his Chirons of like yeah. being, uh, of catching on to what's like what's going viral within the company they do a really good job with that they did a really really good job with that throughout i think he's the only one who they really pay attention to that much right but like just in general like this was the week like everyone was talking about nana's dance all week like they they do a really good job of like capitalizing on what people actually are talking about that are hardcore fans of the of the brand on twitter maybe that's because tony's online constantly (laughs) that probably is part of it (laughs) uh brian cage isn't done with them continues to beat down hangman after these promos the young bucks come out for the save they're they're attached again of course the hangman and the bucks they come for the save big reaction and uh that's the segment i thought it was okay under delivered finally he has friends again it's like oh yeah he's got this whole group of guys he runs around with he shouldn't be getting attacked wouldn't hate if he broke up with those guys okay uh renee is backstage (laughs) with dan g who looks like a star Finally, Dan G is on the show. We need, we need more Dan Garcia on the show. I was thinking of this all night. Yes, way this more. This guy's a runaway hit. Where the fuck is he? And not, I don't mean a runaway hit with us, a runaway hit with audiences. The dance is over. You're a wrestler is over. They, they have things. They just haven't pulled the trigger on anything for him. The pulleys are there. You just got to start pulling or the levers. They, like just a, they just abandoned him after the, J, the JS thing. They executed it. It was so good. And then just gone. And now it, this extended weird Sammy Guevara thing and it's like I guess he's still aligned with 2.0 and Hager even though they're not in his state like it just makes no ah, completely he had so much sauce and so much energy and they can get it back again just like direct him at somebody point him at someone give him a few give him a few what are we doing I think of our mod Maddie Mac saying it was a while ago probably a year ago now saying if you fast forward to two three years from now and tell me my favorite wrestler in AEW is Daniel Garcia that actually makes a lot of sense and at the time, I was like, that's really true. I could totally see that. And he just feels so far away from that now. And I'd really like them to recollect some of that. Maybe tonight's a good sign of that things to come. But uh, Don Callis comes in and tries to recruit him. He does get danced off by your man, Daniel Garcia. But just at the visual zooms, we'll lead into our second of three keep it or kick it's tonight. Keep it or kick it. This statement, Daniel Garcia should join the Callis family. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. 
Saying zoobs. Uh, 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 it's a keep from Bali Burritos, a keep from VZ, a keep from Cadenza, a keep from Gritchy, a keep from Irish Mac 21, a kick from C Seppa, a keep from I am Ahab, a keep from Skookum Skookum, a keep from Quack Gin and Juice, a keep from Trillium McGinnis, a kick from McVander Huge, a keep from Steak of Buns, a kick from Dennis Dirty Work, a keep from Mr. Marlon Phillips. Where would you come down on this one, Sue? Pretty easy kick for me. That's enough of the factions for Mr. Garcia. This guy's cool enough and good enough on his own. He can be running afoul of just about anybody. He can have cronies. They don't need to be 2.0. Mm. Uh, he can have buddies. He can have enemies. He's got a, he's got more than enough um, going on to, to support himself, going somewhere, doing something. I don't think we need him in Kawa's family as uh, uh Fifth, fifth, fifth wheel. What would you say? You'd say to catch the Osprey, probably, yeah. probably, um, Aussie the tag become. team, Aussie yeah. Open, probably. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I see him honestly more as a faction leader than somebody joining faction. He can talk, he can fight, hell, he can dance. You think he was the Zoobs out there? He's so well rounded, <laughs> and so yeah, d- doesn't need it. But I did when they. I understand people who kept it. Like when they were out there tonight, I was like, okay, they would have a dynamic. Like the segments of Callus, Dan, and Dawn, if you like. The Dan and Dawn segments together, I do think would be good. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Nick Wayne and Darby Allen are out to take on 2.0. I thought nice to see Cool Hand Engine, Daddy Magic, who got a chant before this match started. Daddy Magic, uh, before this match started. In there with Darby Allen, one of the most beloved guys in this uh, company. I thought that was genuinely noteworthy. But nice to see 2.0 out there, don't you think, Soups? So funny you mentioned that, and we just talked about Dan Garcia, and and they're both sort of in the same place. Um, it's so funny that, like, the JAS breakup, they've given these three guys nothing, and fans love them, and they've given all that time and attention, all that breakup of that faction, they've given it all to Guevara, and no, and, it, and everyone's like, oh, this is the worst part of this. Like, the, guy, the, the funny thing about JAS is everybody else that isn't associated with the breakup angle has so much, the crowds want them so much more than they want Sammy Guevara. It's hilarious. The crowds want 2.0. The crowds want Dan Garcia. It's like it's the, the, you, you're giving all this workshopping to the Jericho uh, Guevara thing. It's like it's the other members of this faction that haven't been given anything that people actually want to see on a weekly basis. Well, you're, you're totally right. And it's the thing we give New York so much crap for is that they don't ever run with the hot hand, right? And something can get mm-hmm. so organically over and you almost know for a fact they're never going to go with it. AEW is nowhere near approaching that level of it, but you can think of these options. It's nice to see the Swerve Strickland one rectified lately, but Dan Garcia is definitely another one that I would like to see, and maybe tonight was a start of that, but another one that I would like to see rehabbed from just sort of the, the forgotten zone. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, Nick Wayne and Darby Allen make a pretty compelling team. As we pointed out before, we like these guys together. I think they're only better after Darby Allen cutting that promo about how ever since uh, Buddy Wayne passed away, he promised that he would always be there for him and look out for him. And so I think that gives like this cool dynamic in their matches. Like I almost wish there was more of a, he sees Nick getting attacked and he gives up whatever he's doing just to two V one, whoever's on Nick, like stuff like that might be a little bit interesting to play with where it almost makes Darby a worse wrestler, how much he cares about Nick Wayne and having his back. But I thought these all, these all worked really together. That's a cool hand. Andrew was smooth as butter in there tonight in his sequence with uh, Darby Allen. Really, really excellent to bring this match to a close. Christian comes out, I think like a minute or two into it. I was glad that this wasn't as angle heavy as last week's Darby match. I was like, oh no, is this going to be that again? But it was just Christian joining commentary. And I'm always happy to hear one of the best themes in the com- country, country company, which Christian's is. Yeah, I thought it was a fun match, Zoops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I like all the pairings. I, as we said, happy to see 2.0. I think they're uh, as underrated as it comes in all, in all aspects of it. And uh, even the love we give them for like their humor and their uh, mic skills, we even then don't probably don't talk about, as you said, the in ring uh, enough. Probably don't mention the... <laughs> the in-ring enough when we talk about them, but they're as capable as anybody. And, and yeah, I, I continue to like seeing Nick Wayne uh, with people he knows and people he's comfortable with. And I'm excited to see them also take the wheels off a little eventually, right? They sort of, we're yeah. going to get him away from Swerve and Darby eventually. It's going to be uh, really interesting to sort of see how he goes. Yeah. I'm excited for that time. And this is all leading to Darby and Sting versus Christian Luchasaurus next week at Grand Slam. Or is it Zoobs? Because Christian said something in his promo here. Where he says, yeah, and I'll be out there without my usual or my without my regular partner is his phrasing. <laughs> who you have to take to mean edge, right? Yeah, I think you do. So you maybe he's just edge. feeding into the rumors that are out there. He's playing with it. I'm not saying this means Ed Chopland is coming into AEW, but that's certainly what he's teasing there, right? That's the embers he wants to stoke. I think so. And then it all it's all the more uh, of a reveal when it ends up being Luchasaurus uh, also if it goes the other way but if it's Ed Chopland we will find out next week and that'll be uh, a can't miss episode <laughs> of A-Double Dudes that is of our yeah show. yeah that's right you're not going to want to miss if they bring in Ed Chopland and give him the run Punk was going to have I don't know that my spirit can take it you know <laughs> i'm talking on like a different level i'm not talking about mental health physicality i'm talking about my spirit my will yeah i know you know when i'm when i'm you know that guy brood chopeland yeah <laughs> <laughs> they got the brood theme i'm willing to they're gonna it. call him they're gonna call him adam copeland when he comes out it's gonna be so we're gonna be like ah uh, i'm gonna say God. this feels so tna and people are gonna hate me You think you know Edge Chopeland? They can't even play the. He's not gonna have like it's so funny. He's not gonna have the song or the name. Oh my god! It'd be like <laughs> it's gonna feel very weird, or worse, or worse. Yeah, weird or worse. I thought a great main event in Dynamite of t- in tonight's main event slot that made a ton of sense. Yes, killing it. I was I was like this at work today too, just struggling over my words. Some days it's just in the water, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm tired. Could probably, it's almost certainly that. It's almost certainly that. Yeah, playing a lot of Baldur's Gate too late these days. 
Mm, it'll do it. Yeah. That's all I can think of. A great main event here between Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong. Zoobs and I, of course, not the biggest Roderick Strong fans in the world for his character work or his promos. Never have a problem with his wrestling. I thought he paired up really nicely with Joe tonight as they had a ton of physical collisions, especially in the back half of this match. And for my money, I wasn't sure Joe was going to win this. I thought if you would, if you would have said, hey, who do you think is going to win? I think I said, I think it's probably Joe MJF at Grand Slam. But there's so much meat on the Roddy bone at this point that, and it's a TV title defense ostensibly, that I could have believed that Roddy was going to win this match and did it points, especially on his comeback uh, after the long Joe offense when he hits that knee and then gets him up for the forget what it is, something over his head, but really, really nice work, I thought, by these two in an incredibly fitting main event Dynamite, I thought. I guess they've done the impossible. I guess I guess I gotta not doubt Tony Khan sometimes. They've done it. They've made Roddy uh, a guy on the show that you're like, oh, I gotta see what the, let's see, let's see the Roddy thing. And they got True. Roddy in main events and it's not a disaster and I'm not sitting here going, oh, I can't believe we're in a world where it's Roddy in a main event. Shoot me in the head. They did it. So, kudos to them. You have to give it up to them for doing so. Um, it's just, again, I don't want to make everything about CM Punk. Like, I go out of my way to not bring him up on this show. <sighs> that being said, I feel like in CM Punk's absence, the only two guys who fill my heart a little bit are Eddie Kingston and Samoa Joe. You're right. And I'm thankful for Samoa Joe's presence and that AEW maybe recognizes that on some level and is putting him in very big spots where he gets to talk a lot and look brutal because this stuff really has my interest in a big way. It's the two, and those are your two probably biggest matches in the in the in the Grand Slam. So they have uh maybe that's they have you scouted. So high. They have you scouted. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's because yeah. I, I am a seven for next week's episode of Dynamite. I can't wait to hit the airwaves after. I oh, hope yes. Joe and MJF go 40 minutes. I hope Claudio and Eddie go 45 minutes. And I hope the Sex Gods goes 45 as well. And then, the edge, and then the Edge Copeland debut. Boy, we might have a dynamite double dudes next week, so to speak. I think I feel it. I feel like it could be big. Come on right back. Yeah. 